My name is John Elmore. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from alcoholism, pride, and this past week, again, sadly, being short with my kids. But it's not without reason. It's their fault. Because we took a road trip to Colorado. I'll remind you, they're five, three, and one for 12 hours in a car, in a box with crying children. But a little more than two-thirds of the way there, we saw something. And I knew when we saw it, we had to stop. Because my five-year-old son, Hill, he loves, he's obsessed with one thing in particular. And it's volcanoes. Like to a little boy, volcanoes are like the most awe-inspiring, wondrous thing that, that God made something that blasts molten rock out of the earth and creates mountains. It's, it's mind-blowing to him. So we have picture books on it. I know more about volcanoes than any of you. There are composite volcanoes, cinder cone volcanoes, shield volcanoes. I can name you all the volcanoes. I know the difference between magma and lava. You probably don't. I do. Magma's underground, lava's above ground. That's it. That's the only difference. I'm not trying to boast in that. What I'm telling you is, is that I know a ridiculous amount of volcano information that's worthless, aside from the fact that it matched to my five-year-old boy. And so we're driving, and I see a sign, Capulin Volcano. It's on the way to Colorado. And I was like, dude, we got to stop. It's a national monument. It must be good. $20 for the whole car to go in. So we start going up this winding mountain, up this volcano. <laughs> it's extinct. Uh, and so we're driving up it, and the view is crazy. Like, I'm looking over the edge. Laura's like, don't look down, because it's just a sheer drop. There's no guardrail. That was weird. They didn't spare the expense on that one. But we drive up to the top of the volcano, and we get to the parking lot, which is kind of by the crater. And we park, and you still uh, have to hike this sidewalk up to the top of it, the ascent. Like, you got to, in order to get to the top, you've got to park, and then you hike the last, I don't know, 400 yards. And so we get out. And I, and I have got our little boy, Judd, three-year-old Penny, and Hill, and we're, get, we're going up the mountain. And we start walking up, and all of a sudden, we're met by these guardrails. And I'm like, okay, total, like, hope deferred. This stinks. Like, you sold us a ticket to a guardrailed volcano. Like, we're trying to get up, but I can see the sidewalk, like, still goes up. And I'm like, what in the world? Why did they put this ridiculous gate at the very front of the ascent. Like, we can't get up. The kids are freaking out. Hill's like, I'll go over it. Let me go under it. And it's like drops and all this different stuff. I'm like, you can't. And I turn around and I go, oh, you've got to go down before you go up. And it was like, God was like, boom. That's right, boy. You've got to go down before you go up. And I started thinking about scripture in James 4.10 where it says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. You can't do it yourself. See, see some of you pulled into the parking lot. I know I did once upon a time and I'm like, I want the joy, I want the peace, I want sobriety, I wanna be free, I want the good life. I'm tired of being a drunk and an idiot and, and mistreating women and chasing money and I just, I wanna be free, God, okay? I wanna be free. He's like, hey, you gotta go down before you go up. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. And so there's one command, one simple command for every single person in this room, for every single day of our lives, whether it's once and for all to humble yourself before the Lord by trusting in Jesus. Jesus, I'm a sinner, save me. Or if it's every single day just in a position of humility, Lord, 
I'm going to go down before you bring me up. I'm going to humble myself that you might exalt me. Whether it's once and for all, every single day, that is the command upon our life. It says, humble yourselves before the Lord. Our job is to humble ourselves, to put us in a position of humility before the Lord. And then the command is followed by a promise. Y'all, the promise, it says, he, it doesn't say he might, it doesn't say if, it says you do that, he does this. You go down, he'll take you up. You wanna see the view at the top? You wanna see joy, peace, awe, walk with God, freedom? Notice how I didn't say riches. It's not prosperity, gospel, nonsense. But that if we would humble ourselves, that's our command, then he says, I will promise every single time, I will exalt you. I will exalt you. Not that you may be proud or puffed up, but that you might live and walk in the full abundant life that Christ offers every single one of us. It's why he came. He came to set us free. It's what we just sang. Humble yourselves before the Lord and promise he will exalt you. You gotta go down before you go up.